0: Hey Trime, welcome to the Entourage Effect, the world's most cannabinoid-rich podcast. We are your hosts, Tony Turpine.
1: and Green Wizard, also known as Monica.
0: And today we are here to talk about cannabinoids, and how and why they are so important to...
1: Everything. To
0: everything. <laughs> yes, so, this is an episode we've been meaning to have for a few episodes now since Um,
1: before we started podcasting yeah yeah,
0: exactly yeah this has been in the making should
1: have been podcast number negative four but uh
0: yeah instead
1: it's what number six something
0: like that there's a method to the madness i don't
1: know we felt like there was a little bit of ground that we wanted to cover before getting into cannabinoids i feel like there are some basics and then now we can cover we can begin to cover the cannabinoid basics so like our terpenes part one it's really just scratching the surface one because there hasn't been enough science but there's already so much science that we can only really cover the beginning of it but this beginning is very important and already will be so useful it'll Potentially be capable of changing the way you think about cannabis, the way you purchase cannabis, the way you consume Mm -hmm. it. Um, And personally, I think that the more knowledge that you get on cannabinoids and terpenes and everything that makes cannabis what it is, you get a lot more out of your money.
0: Yes. This podcast is designed specifically for people who either don't know too much about uh, cannabinoids or that don't, or someone who is working in a field where they need to educate about Mm -hmm. cannabinoids. And
1: And we understand that a majority of our viewers are not... um, How do I say this? We understand that we all have budgets. We definitely have budgets. Um, Very few of us are able to just go to a dispensary and buy unlimited cannabis, not worry about the price, things like that. So we do like to offer more cost-efficient ways of... Um, getting your medicine without compromising anything, because, I mean, when you go to a pharmacy, you don't compromise quality to get cheaper price, and we don't think that that should have to be done with cannabis either.
0: Yes. So...
1: And I think that cannabinoids are a key to cost-efficient,
0: quality medicine. mm Mm-hmm. So without further ado, let's talk about cannabinoids. But before we talk about cannabinoids, let's talk about the cannabinoids we're going to consume today. Today we're consuming... Hell's OG by Greenway Medical.
1: And those nugs man, in Nevada we don't get really big nugs very often, but they've had some very very healthy fat nugs. We're quite pleased.
0: So shout outs to Greenway for mere mirroring us up.
1: Heck, yeah.
0: Hell, yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. So truth. Cannabinoids 101. Let's start with what can what is a cannabinoid? Because this was actually a really hard answer for me to answer when we first started thinking about this episode. So
1: what are they, Tony?
0: Alright, so the best definition I could formulate is that cannabinoids are a substance that are produced in plants and in the human body. And um, they are responsible for some of the effects when using cannabis because um because cannabinoids interact with our endocannabinoid system which regulates a lot which regulates a lot in our body almost any function that is automated is connected to the endocannabinoid system so it works with
1: all of our vital systems Mm
0: -hmm. yeah so it's not that it's weird because it's not that it's not that cannabinoids okay, it's weird. It's not that cannabinoids are good for you. It's just that they they are they tell your body what's good for you. They whip in a your weird body into shape. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So. When they
1: enter into your body and they click into those receptors in your endocannabinoid system, they're essentially sending messages to your body saying, Hey, like you're neglecting this, take care of it now.
0: Yes. It's a very
1: unscientific way of, of talking about it. So, but, so
0: let's get a little yeah. more sciency.
1: That's a great before, idea. <laughs>
0: before, before we talk about, before we talk about more what cannabinoids are, let's talk about the endocannabinoid system. Can, Please. Okay. Actually, I you, I'm on, I'm i want I'm going to explain what that is, but I like your explanation better. So I want you to do it. Of accurately.
1: what the endocannabinoid system?
0: Yeah. Or at least I want your comment on my explanation, because you always okay. explain it really well. I'm not
1: sure what I usually say, so we'll like, see if I have anything I know, to add afterwards. I, I don't
0: know either, but I know I like
1: oh, it. So okay. the
0: endocannabinoid system is a system that is found naturally in the human body. Um, and um, it, like I said, it regulates all of the processes in our bodies that are automatic and some other processes that are less automatic. <laughs> But one example is your immune cells. Your immune cells are constantly balancing everything. everything. Mm -hmm. They're trying. Your immune system is trying to build enough blood cells to fight off fight off enough infections. Um, Always
1: working to keep your body healthy. mm -hmm. Keep the good stuff in, the bad stuff out.
0: So your endocannabinoid system acts like a thermostat for your body, and it's just trying to. Yes, exactly. It's if your body is. Too hot, and it's becoming—you um, know—you're getting a fever. Your your body is going to do everything. Your endocannabinoid system is going to do its best to regulate that back together.
1: Well, what a fever actually is is your immune system fighting off those cells. I thought that was really interesting when I learned that. Yeah. But um, but yeah, that endocannabinoid system—it's just that thermostat was a great word. It just regulates. Everything. If your blood pressure is too high or too low, it's going to work to fix that. If your heart rate is too fast or too slow, it'll work to fix that. If you have a stomach ache or a headache, it's going to address that. And so all of these different cannabinoids, the THC, the CBD, all the others that we're about to talk about, they all play a role. Mm-hmm. And when they get into your body and go into your endocannabinoid system, fit into those receptors and start reacting... That is the product. They they enhance that thermostat's power
0: yes. per now, se. Now there are two kinds. It of,
1: nourishes the thermostat. <laughs> it, yeah,
0: there are two kinds of cannabinoids. There are uh, endocannabinoids, which is the cannabinoids that are produced in our in our body naturally. So we actually our endocannabinoid system will create endocannabinoids um, like um, I think there's one called man I'm going to butcher I personally
1: don't know any. I, I'm aware of endocannabinoids. Oh
0: dopamine. I think dopamine is definitely. Is that
1: considered a cannabinoid?
0: An endocannabinoid. Or
1: an endocannabinoid.
0: Now, Maybe. Now the mm-hmm. cannabinoids that we that you and I are way more familiar with are the second kind. Phytocannabinoids. Oh. So phytocannabinoids are cannabinoids that come from the, um, plants. plants uh but m- most abundantly in the cannabis plant so cannabis the, sativa <laughs> so the, <laughs> the cannabis plant um, creates cannabinoids like thc cbd cbn so whenever you see those weird funny um
1: abbreviations yes
0: those are three those letters are, those are the cannabinoids
1: um yeah, uh, sometimes four
0: Sometimes four. That's actually <laughs> I was gonna say, really true. Um, um,
1: usually, yeah, in the realm of three to four letter abbreviations. So
0: cannabis is the only plant known to produce large quantities of cannabinoids. And the... So the cannabinoids are actually the the viscous resiny part that collects in the trichomes are the resin glands found on the surface of the flower and leaves.
1: So when you see that really... Rusty, crystally cannabis. Hopefully, you guys have all been able to either witness some firsthand or maybe see some pictures online. Some Instagram accounts focus on those trichome shots, those really, really close-up macro shots that personally I go crazy for. And uh, that's where you have all those those cannabinoids.
0: Yes. Now, when the plant, when the first, pl- when the plant starts growing, um, the first cannabinoid that is produced. Is a cannabinoid called CBG, so
1: cannabigerol so this, or cannabigerol. There's there's many like ways to pronounce these. So if you have a slightly variated way on how you say these, it is not wrong. But uh, but yeah,
0: tomato tomato. <laughs> you say tomato tomato. Tomato
1: tomato. I
0: say tomato tomato. Anyway. So the um the so. Normally, most whenever people talk about cannabinoids, they always start talking about THC. I understand that it's the most popular one. But the b-
1: market has really focused on THC production, so the average, or the yeah, the average consumer. And I guess I think it's really getting a lot more educated than this. But especially in the past, still now though, most people the only thing they know to look
0: for is THC. Yes, and we're gonna
1: teach you to look for a lot more though.
0: Yeah, we're gonna talk. Yeah, we're gonna talk about why all the other cannabinoids are just as cool as THC, Um, but if not
1: cooler. But
0: before we talk about THC, I want to talk about the the first cannabinoid, CBGA. Technically, okay. So CBGA is the mother compound of cannabinoids. And
1: can I explain something really quickly? Mm -hmm. You're going to see a lot of uh, different cannabinoids, and they have different forms. And one of the forms is their acidic form, which is usually before they are heat activated. And that, that is usually going to be represented by an A. So sometimes you're going to see THC. Sometimes you're going to see THCA. So here he's talking about CBGA, which Cannab- is CBG or cannabigerol's so acidic c- form, or so c- first form.
0: So CBGA is would be cannabigerol acid. And um, so this is the... They call it the mother compound of the... the, raw form. Yes, because because the CBG compound is going to be used by other enzymes to create all of the other cannabinoids. Nice. So...
1: So that CBGA can turn into all the other ones.
0: So, like, CBG is, like... This is a really Mm. awful analogy. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't say it, but I'm going to. It's, like... The building material, it's like... It's the starting block. Like clay. <laughs> because... And then... So what happens is a plant grows. This plant starts... You you plant your your cannabis seed and it starts growing. The first thing it starts growing is CBGA. A lot of... I've had some friends say CBGA is the uh, the um, stem cell of cannabinoids. Okay. And that's not wrong because CBGA is what... We'll get, depending on the plant's genetics, so more importantly, depending on what enzymes are in the plant, which is determined by the genetics, will determine whether or not CBGA gets turned into THCA or uh, THCVA. And we're going to go through all of these, don't worry. CBDA, mm-hmm. CBDVA. I, I believe... Um, that it will only turn into other acidic compounds.
1: And then those in turn... And
0: then those will, will eventually... Have the, the potential acid.
1: of, yeah. But... Maturing a But
0: other. either my notes are poorly written, <laughs> <laughs> or I need to figure this out more clear. I think CBGA sometimes can turn right into THC, or THCV, or CBD. But, um... I'm pretty sure... It, don't
1: quote us on that don't one Don't quote yet. me on that one, but you
0: can quote me on this. CBGA will turn into THCA, THCVA, CBDA, or CBDVA, based, mm-hmm. based on what... R C B C based on what enzymes show up in the plant's growth. So okay. So the more that the plant grows... Like, if the plant grows and its THC enzymes are just, like, the best enzymes ever, you're going to get a THC-dominant plant. Right. If the enzymes in the plant, like, are CBD-dominant... it Depends
1: on a multitude of factors. It has the potential to turn yeah. into a lot of different compounds from there, just depending on those, um, you know, aforementioned factors. So,
0: CBG is a very desirable component in cannabis because it, because it is so rare. And the reason why it's so rare is because it only shows up in the baby forms of the plant. So the best way to... Ex- immature
1: plant usually when, you know, it's not ready to smoke.
0: In in fact, lab testing, CBG, is a good way to determine whether or not you, your if your plant is immature or not. Mm-hmm. So if you did something, if you have too much, if you test your plant and there's too much CBG, that means that you went through its growth phases a little too fast. Um, it...
1: And while the cannabis on its own may not be quite as desirable, if you've you know skipped some steps or not gotten through the process correctly or haven't let the plant mature quite yet, CBG does have some super super valuable benefits to it. May I explain a few really quickly? I insist. So, um, like many 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 other cannabinoids, it is an antibiotic. It is an anti-inflammatory. And it is an antifungal. It's also non-psychoactive, so you're not going to get high (laughs) on its own with it. Yeah. Um, Also, it has been shown to help with tumors and insomnia and stimulate new... Brain cell growth and bone growth, which is super exciting. There is a lot of research on the forefront right now that is just starting to be allowed um, to be done on that, and I'm really excited to keep up with it. It's one of those cannabinoids that we know has a great value, we just have not yet fully understood what that value is we do mm, yeah. is that an okay way to yes you know?
0: as an industry <laughs> we don't nobody wants to uh invest in cbg because if you want in order to extract a lot of cbg from a plant to get its medicinal effects from it um you have to you have to juice a plant when it's a baby and it's really hard to convince oh, that sounds so
1: mean. I juice the baby. No. Oh, and it's oh, so gosh, hard to con no.
0: try to convince a grower anyone who's growing a cannabis plant, try yeah. to convince them to like let them have your their baby like, so you can juice it. That's hey, hard. like
1: I know that's your baby and stuff, and I know you're really excited about getting those really beautiful nugs, but can we just chop it down before it even gets to the nug stage? Like mm-hmm. <laughs> and bear in mind, I am not a grower. I have never grown before, although it, that is definitely on my list of things to educate myself more on in the future um so if I'm you know not explaining the correct part of the process, yeah and we are and I te- we're ballparking that part, but you know given yeah, facts as we go
0: i if you give me a juicer and a cannabis plant, I technically wouldn't know how to get <laughs> the CbG. All I can tell you is the most popular way to get CbG is, is through a juicing process. That does not include heat because you don't want your C B G A well, maybe you do want it to turn into C B G.
1: The thing mm-hmm. is, when you juice a cannabis plant, there or are many juice anything.
0: Typically. Or anything,
1: but let's you know, let's talk about cannabis right now. Say you're Using. juicing this immature cannabis plant, it's not just gonna contain C B G. It's gonna have other cannabinoids, which, when heat activated, could potentially create a psychoactive effect in your body. And keep in mind that a blender, the blades of the blender, it turns so fast or, that sometimes that can create enough heat. Or or the
0: juicer, juicer spinning. Yeah. The blade spinning so fast, that and a creates a juicer.
1: Heat. So they always recommend using either a very high quality, usually very expensive blender, or no, a cold, cold press juicer. That's That the is best usually one. the best.
0: Or wheatgrass um, juicer. That'll work too. Oh, because yeah? it's a masticator. You want to use juicers mm, okay, that are you. considered masticators, so they do the... Quote unquote Which, chewing. masticate,
1: yeah, means to chew.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then um, the, I think you want to avoid centrifugal. I think they're called centrifugal okay. juicers, so the okay. ones that spin really fast.
1: Interesting. Yes. Another thing to keep in mind is that sometimes, and this is kind of the wild card here, sometimes your digestive system will get hot enough to heat activate some of these cannabinoids, especially if you're receiving that really strong entourage effect. We... Believe that it's probably if you add other fruits and you know terpene rich compounds into that juice as well. Um, because there have been some people who have uh, you know cold pressed juice from cannabis and whatnot and have still gotten incredibly high off of it. So, gotta be careful.
0: <laughs> yeah, so CBG has tremendous medical benefits uh, with that non psychoactivity. Definitely not enough research done on it, but it is the um, it is the starting cannabinoid, which is why I wanted to talk about it first. Yes. So once your plant builds a lot of CBG, from there it can turn in it can almost turn into anything. So now we can talk about the most popular cannabinoid of them all. THC because at this point in this plant at this point in your plant's life, um, when it it is now past the stage of CBG, and it's now into THC. So, THC or tetrahydrocannabinol or delta Delta nine tetrahydrocannabinol.
1: And there is delta eight as well, which is a fairly new. One to our knowledge, but, but we aren't. We're gonna, you know, just start with the basics today. So let's focus on. So t-
0: so today, whenever we say THC, we're or talking
1: about delta nine THC strictly.
0: Yes. For or no. Or delta nine tetrahydrocannabinol. There you go. So mm-hmm. THC is the main psychoactive component in cannabis. It um, is
1: a euphoriant. It helps. It's actually a really great pain reliever. Mm-hmm. Uh, like everything else, and anti-inflammatory uh it is also an antioxidant anti-emetic is psychoactive as we all know mm-hmm. it induces appetite so you will get munchies from thc dominant strains and it helps with tumors nausea and adhd
0: the um thc is the most abundant cannabinoid in cannabis usually um it's definitely because of breeding. It was
1: not always, yeah. Not
0: always because of breeding practices. It definitely is now the most <laughs> abundant cannabinoid in we've, cannabis. We've
1: definitely manipulated the plant
0: quite but, a bit. But, but like we said, but like we said earlier, um, before THC is THC,
1: <clears throat>
0: it is THCA. So tetrahydrocannabinol
1: acid. acid. Thank you. The acid form of THC.
0: And so. We get rid of the acid by burning the, we burn the, the, we basically burn the A, we burn (laughs) off the acid. We burn the A. (laughs) I was going to say we burn the A off. It's actually
1: technically tetrahydrocannabinolic acid. Oh, thank you. Which is not psychoactive, so THC is only, well, THC is only psychoactive when it's THC. Before that, it's not. It needs that heat activation to become psychoactive.
0: And we call that heat activation. So when you light your lighter. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, go ahead, babe, light that lighter. And we call no. this we call this process decarboxylation. So when you're hitting this bong, go ahead, hit that bong. Ooh. You are actually doing something called decarboxylization.
1: Which is heat activating those cannabinoids and yeah activating that effect
0: so you are doing you're making chemistry THCA
1: has been super beneficial especially with helping with tumors insomnia and spasms and seizures which is very exciting
0: you know one of the most to for me the most crazy cool thing that THC is uh doing
1: THC or THCA
0: uh, THC in particular uh-huh. is it's making it's helping people with PTSD forget <laughs> yeah so the other c- cool thing about THC is that it um interacts with your CB1 receptors so remember the so CB1 one. which stands for uh, um why does it stand for, endocannab- it stands for endocannabinoid system? Oh. What? Wait, what does CB stand for?
1: Cannabinoid. Cannabinoid, cannabinoid one, 1 receptors. Oh, okay. Cannabinoid I believe 1. So. Okay,
0: that makes sense. Sorry. Duh. And so your endocannabinoid system has two systems inside of it, if you will. It has two sets of receptors. CB1 receptors, CB2 receptors. CB1 receptors are uh, activated with THC. And there's something about... CB one, there's a CB one receptor that helps you forget things that are are not that are not important for that living. They're not
1: beneficial, yeah.
0: So if you have so so, there's been a lot of research done with PTSD to and that THC out. and how they work together. So, um, is there because good?
1: again, it's the endocannabinoid system. The endocannabinoid system is noticing that these. Memories, these reactions, these now triggers are causing you emotional harm. Mm-hmm. And in severe cases, now it's not going to make you, you know, forget your, your you know, rejection text that you just got or something. You know, but, um, which is that easy. But um, it will help with the severe cases. You don't exactly get to choose if yours is severe enough.
0: But. So we find that 3 to 10% range of THC is pretty mild. We find that 11 to 17% is, is moderate and tends to be the average. Um, yeah. Here in America, and particular here in Nevada and the, the West Coast, in particular. Um, 18 to 20% is considered strong, and anything past 21% is considered very strong. <laughs> the keef tends to be between 10 to 30%.
1: Okay.
0: Hash is usually like 10 to 60%. Bubble hash, so hash that uses an ice extraction process, will use, will get a ten to eighty percent THC um, mm-hmm. potency, and um, w- like chemical extraction processes, like BHO, CO two, you know, for shatters and batters, will get um, up to a ninety five percent THC rate um, th- yield. The only other thing I want to say about THC is that is that THCA is not as fast as THC. Mm. So we find that people react to THC usually after a few weeks of using it before they see the results that they're looking for. Meanwhile, THC gets you results usually pretty quickly.
1: Right. And to note, too, that the amount of THC in your cannabis isn't going to necessarily tell you how high you're going to get. Mm -hmm. There has been – it's been scientifically proven that there is no – Correlation between the percentage of THC and how high you get. It really comes into play with the entourage effect. Had to mention it. It is our podcast oh, name.
0: Oh, now the I get it.
1: The entourage effect, which is every compound in the cannabis interacting with each other and supporting each other and boosting each other's effects. So you can have... You know 99.9% THC and it's probably going to be a very unpleasant high You get the really pleasant high because of everything else that helps it and I've honestly have had strains that are maybe 25% THC and uh, Really don't get me that high yet. I've had 7% THC strains that are maybe you know 13% CBD though and those got me really, really high, like, blasted. So, they're... Fascinating. Yeah, definitely look at those less on how high am I, uh, am I going to get and more how much THC do I medically need right now. Oh. You can still get really high, though.
0: <laughs> oh, and good news. Research has shown the older you get, the lower your tolerance tends to be. Oh, yeah. So, so... As
1: you get older, your tolerance less. is going down. Even if you're, you know, it's going up even right if now. You, even
0: if you think it's going up. It's really going in the, up.
1: In the long-term scope of things.
0: Anyways. Let's talk about the next... The second most popular Please. cannabinoid. It, which might... I don't know. I'm... Beginning to think CBD's becoming more Right now, more I think it's popular. the first
1: pop- most popular. I think that it's definitely pushing THC but onto c- the back burner.
0: So, CBD, you've heard of it. You've seen it. On <laughs> c- you've heard it on the news. You've heard it on CNN, which is not a cannabinoid. Uh- <laughs> oh my gosh. That was actually <laughs> so, really great. Thank you. Was- CBD stands for cannabidiol, um, it is the quote unquote other cannabinoid, the other cannabinoid. In, in cannabis. So it's the, uh, it's the cannabinoid, it's the thing in <laughs> cannabis that doesn't get you high. What?
1: Non-psychoactive, anti-inflammatory, pain reliever. It's really great in helping seizure disorders, things such as multiple sclerosis and epilepsy. Uh, it helps lower blood sugar, so if you have diabetes, uh, definitely take a look at that CBD. Uh, there's been science in tumor reduction, has antioxidant properties... And most, I think the most popular right now, it helps reduce anxiety and stress. Mm-hmm. It can decrease appetite. A lot of people ask me, you know, what strains will help uh, either reduce appetite or not give me munchies. I always tell them, unfortunately, go low on the THC, high on the CBD. CBD will decrease your appetite. Um and also, if you take it before THC it'll increase the effects of the THC. but if you take it afterwards, it'll help reduce the effects. so mm-hmm. say you get too high on an edible or even like a bong rip, you know, some bong rips are killer um, you can you know take some CBD oil and it will lower the effects or smoke CBD whatever however you want to take it
0: yeah we're going to talk we're going to talk about why that is, um, but the only thing I wanted to add to Monica's...
1: Sorry, I... No,
0: you did... That was brilliant. Your yeah, intro, you though, so stole good. the show. <laughs> no, uh, thank you. But that was, like, you basically covered anyth- everything, everything that... Oh, you covered all my notes, so I'm a little jealous that, <laughs> that you just did that so fast. Oops. But, but the...
1: knocking them out. Boiling point, 356 degrees Fahrenheit, 180 degrees Celsius. <laughs> Anything else? Terpene?
0: <laughs> no, I pretty much... The only thing I did want to talk about with CBD is that... So, Monica did mention that CBD helps with all of these things. And I always like... So much. I like telling everyone about all of the effects of CBD, but when we were trying to... When we were thinking about this podcast, I was wondering, you know, why... I noticed all of the cannabinoids are all anti-inflammatory, but I was wondering, why are they anti-inflammatory? So... Once once I understood... Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. No worries. Drop the <laughs> once, I under, once I understood why, it really blew my mind. Because it, it makes things so simple. I, I feel so better about about my cannabis career now that I have a better understanding of how cannabinoids work. Yes. Which is why we're doing this. So, the, Absolutely. So, um. we mentioned... So, okay. CBD interacts with your CB2 receptor. Remember how I said it's earlier... As opposed to
1: THC reacting with your CB1.
0: Exactly. And that is why... Uh, CBD is so good at all of the things Monica talked about and why THC is good for all these other things. Because C- So your CB2 receptors are all throughout your body in your immune system. Because your immune system is a little bit of everywhere in your body, and so that means your CB2 receptors are a little bit everywhere. I actually have a feeling that, I have a theory that CBD will give you the um "Quote unquote," indica uh, will help with the will help with indica effects um, because of that. But more importantly, it helps with tumors and blood sugar reduction and all the things Monica said because of the CB two receptor in the
1: sense that it will relax you. But taken in small doses, and CBD is mm-hmm. unique in the sense where small doses actually work best uh, in most cases. Yeah, and in small doses it's energizing. In higher doses it will make you it will
0: Is it the other way around? No. Oh, right, it
1: right. will make you lethargic in high doses. And most of the case, you do not need a high dose, but if you're suffering from perhaps a more serious condition, you may de- may need a higher dose. Why am I tripping on my words today? I apologize, my so listeners. <laughs> CBD
0: also has an acidic form, CBDA. Mm-hmm. Um, which just like t h c a is it has its own it's effective for its it has its own
1: range of benefits
0: Wrote and and it has its own range of downfalls if yeah you, if you mm-hmm. will c b d a also takes a long time to work compared to c b d um but the uh but c b d has definitely been very important as a political cannabinoid I think it's oh, the absolutely. most I think it's the most political cannabinoid because completely the, the, my problem with CBD and politics is that although every politician is using CBD saying like it's medicinal and although I do like agree with those poly, I can I can't agree that it's medicine Well, that is
1: true Yeah. and while that <laughs> is
0: true I feel like if you're gonna say CBD is medicine then you have then you have to say something even better about THC because Absolutely. CBD definitely has a lot of uh, medicinal; it has medicinal uses. But I think more people need to. We all need to incorporate more CBD into our into our regimes because it works better yes. as a nutrient.
1: I hear a lot of people uh, try to simplify the definitions or the difference between CBD and THC when explaining it, and the unfortunate result of that that I tend to see is. Uh, A little bit of a miscommunication where people say that THC is the psychoactive compound and CBD is the medicinal compound. And while that technically is not wrong, I mean, THC is psychoactive and CBD is medical or medicinal, so is THC. THC is medicinal in just as many ways, in different ways. Um, Definitely don't... Nutritional. Yeah, it's very nutritional. It's very medicinal there are many benefits some may not be right for you but some cbd ones may not be right for you
0: yeah uh it's all about experimenting trying figuring out what's good that's not good indeed uh anything considered past four percent in cbd will be considered cbd rich to most labs um a moderate amount is definitely 5 to 10 percent nice 11 to 21 percent is definitely a high amount i wish we saw it's more fine. i thought we saw i wish we would find i wish we would see you higher amounts of of cbd that comes from the cannabis plant although i appreciate um extracted uh-huh. cbd from hemp um i have i know a lot of people who swear by it's funny i know there are a lot of scientists who are a lot smarter than me who I've heard say your body cannot tell the difference between CBD from hemp and CBD from cannabis, the plant. But then I have patients who I deal with who <laughs> they'll like be able to tell. Like, I think the they full, can physically tell somehow, I I think the I don't full know.
1: spectrum thing is also something to consider there, that are you getting something that is pure CBD or is it really full spectrum? Are you getting other components in it? Um. There's one last thing I wanted to say about CBD, but I totally am blanking right now. Hmm.
0: CBD's next. Oh, oh
1: my gosh. <laughs> that was not what That's I was going to say. It. I was just going to say some very some of the more popular CBD-rich strains are... Oh, thank you. um Anything where you see canatonic in the name is probably going to be very high CBD. There's ACDC, Harlequin, Uh, like I said, canatonic. One of my favorites is Pennywise. It is a... 50 50 cbd thc strain normally and i think that is such a lovely combination it gets me so high but it's also just the beautiful feeling of that cbd relief
0: when i I smoke cbd and especially pure cbd Mm -hmm. uh it feels like the same feeling i feel when i'm done meditating for 20 or 30 minutes and that's yeah that's a good feeling and it's it's, I can do math still. What, what's the new comparison? Oh, I can operate <laughs> heavy machinery. You can take CBD and still operate heavy machinery. You should be A-OK. Well, it's
1: not psychoactive. I do feel like it kind of gives you a life high in the sense that you're just like, oh, man, that pain in my back, it's gone. I can actually, like, enjoy sitting up straight or, you know, playing with my kids. Or I don't have kids, but, you know.
0: But Someone when else. CBD um, lets you live a normal life, and if nor- and if a normal life is like extraordinary and makes that's you such feel a rush high
1: when you didn't have that before, yeah, then
0: then then it is psychoactive, it right?
1: Is, I mean, not technically, not technically, but, but, but like I said, I like to describe it as like I said, a life high. You really, it is a you, like, euphoriating <laughs> I, I, it, when yeah when you are. No longer limited by a pain or, like, for example, for the past few years, I've woken up with horrible queez nausea in the morning that I have a lot of trouble shaking. It's literally, like, eternal morning sickness okay. without ever being pregnant. But um, when I wake up and I take CBD in the morning, it really helps to uh, make me feel better. And otherwise, I'll be sitting just focusing on being alive I guess like I can't really focus on anything else except like being in the moment um, for like three hours because I feel so sick so it just it gives you your life back in that sense and although you can feel some immediate effects from it or you know semi-immediate it does work best in the long term so I do recommend taking like a CBD oil regimen over the course of several months to really get the full spectrum of potential benefits from it yeah
0: one cool thing about CBD man (laughs) we are (laughs)
1: So this is a podcast about CBD.
0: (laughs) Another cool great thing about CBD is you can, yeah, if you're using it, if you use THC a lot and you're not getting the therapeutic benefits that you used to, your tolerance is building. If you involve CBD, it could definitely improve the therapeutic uh, use of THC. All right, so let's talk about, you know what's funny though? We're not even like, all right, let's talk about the next cannabinoid, CBN. (laughs) cannabinol cannabinol that's the easiest one to say
1: it's the most uh sedative cannabinoid so
0: it'll put you to sleep and it is real quick it's a so cbn is actually the byproduct of thc degradation so if you were going to look on a look on look (laughs) at cannabinoids on the life cycle it definitely is toward it is towards the end of the life cycle
1: so if your cannabis has started aging a little bit, you're going to have a lot more CBN. The mm-hmm. THC is going to start transforming to CBN. Um, too
0: much light, too much oxygen will create CBN. Yeah. Um, it's a great indicator of how fresh and dry your flower product is.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: the more so CBN. So it could
1: be a bad sign, but it could. But it's also a very desirable cannabinoid. A lot so of people
0: really love CBN. And yeah. Why? Why?
1: Um, I mean, definitely because it's sedative. It'll put you to. It really helps to put you to sleep. People with insomnia will definitely want to seek help of CBN. It's also an antibio- uh, antibiotic.
0: Small yes. amounts of CBN. Re- yes. Recent, yes. Recent yes. Small doses. Research, not only has recent research found, but I've actually learned the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> CBN taking too much CBN has found to be energizing.
1: Interesting. High doses
0: of CBN is energizing. Low doses is very sedating.
1: It is a uh, mildly psychoactive, mm-hmm. and um, like I said, it helps with insomnia. Does help with nausea as well, convulsions, mm-hmm. and glaucoma, which is um, an eye problem.
0: Yes, Mon- Monica just said that it is mildly psychoactive. Some research says probably about ten percent as psychoactive as THC. Yes,
1: yes. So that's exactly. a pretty
0: that's a pretty cool pretty cool. I'm cool totally like
1: I forgot to, I'm glad you mentioned that that is a really fun fact one cool th- <laughs> I think personally I geeked out when I found out
0: <laughs> <laughs> one cool thing about CBN is that it's a it's a it's known to decrease heart rate without decreasing blood flow
1: oh. I, I.
0: I know that there are some someone can use that somewhere like i know that's valuable information to someone i feel
1: like it could be valuable with like even exercising if you're prone to like your heart rate shooting up like yeah you're exercising but i feel like there's also much more beneficial ways Mm
0: -hmm. to use that i use treatment i use cbn as a i use cbn capsules to help sleep Mm -hmm. Uh, it made him
1: a little grouchy at first
0: Yes. Before. Just because
1: you get really, I feel like you got really tired really suddenly, and that you just, you just want to go to bed, you know?
0: I'm glad you noticed. But one time you, one time I think you weren't home, and I t- took one, CBN capsule and I was like, oh that wasn't enough. I'm gonna take Oh another. no. And then I like I just You're felt up all night. yeah, felt yeah, I was up all night. Because I, I ended up taking three doys. That was do, Oh like, my gosh. Three but over like over like a long time though.
1: You can't overdose on cannabis, but when I mean, I guess you could overdose. It won't be dangerous per se, but when you take a dose that is not it can no longer be giving you the benefits that you are
0: seeking. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that. So the, th- so the three cannabinoids we just talked about, I would consider them the most major cannabinoids.
1: So THC and its forms, CBD and its forms. We talked about CBG. But and we talked about CBN.
0: Now, I'm not trying to... Now, those are... I like to call them the major cannabinoids because they're the, they're the most... We see them the most. These other cannabinoids, I call them minor cannabinoids, But that doesn't mean that their effects are minor at all or that their importance is minor because these cannabinoids are actually... Some of them are even stronger than the major cannabinoids, but they are... Because there's not enough research, or we just haven't discovered enough about them, but they're still considered minor.
1: Did we talk about CBC yet? That's
0: the first minor cannabinoid. Okay. Which, which a lot of people are now considering a major cannabinoid. Yes. CBC.
1: Yes. So, it has been uh, very exciting in studies uh, in stimulating bone growth. Mm-hmm. It's uh, like a lot of the others—an antibiotic, antifungal, and anti-inflammatory. It is non psychoactive and helps with tumors, pain relief, and fevers. Which well, I think interesting. is
0: interesting. Uh, so we find CBC in juvenile plants.
1: Yes. Immature BB plants again. So
0: And we've actually so and this is the weird this is the weird thing what that was, happens with C B C.
1: Sorry to cut you off. What mm-hmm. was the other one we said that was found in more immature plants? C B G. CBG, see? So, so the C's and G's, they, the letter looks alike. You know? Yes,
0: exactly. <laughs> That's an easy way to remember. Mm-hmm. CBC has all these great benefits, and with the re- again, the reason why we don't have the, enough research is because it's found in juvenile plants. But one thing that we have found is that CBC has 10 times the amount of antidepressant effects as CBD.
1: Yes, it is by far the most effective Cannabinoid in, uh, in, but like, it, depression
0: therapy. And it's also, Shame. like, the most rare cannabinoid. <laughs> I know, there's, right? There's only one, um, there's only one plant that is CBC-dominant, and I, I, I wish, I should, I should have looked it up <laughs> before, before this episode. It's okay.
1: I'm gonna, we'll get back to you on we'll that. We'll get
0: back to you on that. But the, uh, reason why, sorry, CBC, um, so CBC is really rare, the only reason why we have one plant is because that one plant is a mutant. It mm. is a g- genetic mutant. So the, the reason why CBC is the abundant cannabinoid in this plant is because the THC enzyme and the CBD enzyme stopped working. They're kind of...
1: are just too weak They're, to dumb. To... <laughs> they're, they're, <laughs> they're too dumb. stupid
0: to do their job. No, they're, what they're not doing is they're not collecting the CBG.
1: They're, okay, because of
0: because of the way they are genetically coded, they they just they don't pick up. C, they look at CBG and go, "Oh, what was I supposed mm-hmm. to do with this stuff?" And then CBC, the CBC enzymes, like, I'll take all that CBG, and then creates the CBC dominant plant. Interesting.
1: Um, I really hope to see more. CBC products hit the market. What I really hope is that we find a way, like, you know how there's that whole cold pressed juice trend, like, Mm -hmm. not in the cannabis world, in the, like, you know, the, the general world. And I think it would be super cool if we started incorporating that with cannabis and medicine, especially since we could get all these rarer cannabinoids that are really abundant in forms of cannabis that we are not accustomed to. Using mm-hmm. or consuming widely selling on the market, so yeah, I hope to see a lot more of that if I' so helpful
0: if I could create I'm about to give you guys a million dollar idea if I if I created a cBC if I could create a CBC dominant plant I would call it professor X mm-hmm. professor Xavier get it because it's a mutant plant uh-huh. and it's yeah you'll you'll get it later Anyways. so <laughs>
1: Can we move on to the next one? Is it your
0: favorite Can one? Because you really want to talk really about excited, it. I'm really excited.
1: I know. So, But I don't want to skimp out on the others. Is well, there I anything else you have to say about all CBC? About,
0: all of what I want to say is I need mm-hmm. more research. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I and can't with wait. With
1: more research, will come more products and more.
0: I can't wait for the CBC episode of our podcast <gasps> to come out. It's probably going to be a few years from now, but I am. Let's hope sooner. I, I hope sooner. Let's manifest sooner.
1: Let's manifest, sooner. Let's manifest sooner. But. Anyway, we're going to talk about the Vs, the um, So Varin what? Varin.
0: <laughs> Varin what?
1: <laughs> so I'm going to start with THC, we know that, V. THCV, tetra, tetrahydrocannabivarin. Um, and there's also the CBD form, CBDV, but let's start with C. THCV, the varins are more inhibitors, so THCV helps with pain relief. It is an anti-diabetic, so if you have diabetes, another one to look out for is that THCV. It's a euphoriant, a psychoactive, um, like it's THC counterpart. Uh, It has been shown to stimulate bone growth, and like I said, it's an inhibitor. It likes to suppress things, so it will suppress your appetite as opposed to THC. Um, And it has helped with PTSD, anxiety, stress, uh, has removed tumors, it's been quite successful with Parkinson's disease, and quite possibly other neurological disorders, which is why I am so excited to see more research done. This is on the very immature stages of research, really not much has been done, but with the little research has come such promising statistics. Uh, this might be the answer for things like Parkinson's and uh, Alzheimer's and, you know, things like that, which could be so exciting because um, uh, those are some very devastating processes that would be really beautiful to eliminate from, you know, it would be a great eliminator of human suffering, I think, if we could find that. Uh,
0: I wish... I wish I knew how THCV was... I feel like it's just like THC where it's creation is due to an enzyme. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't
1: quote me on this, but I mm -hmm. think it also does lower blood pressure and heart rate. I think it just tends to suppress and inhibit as needed. So, I mean, definitely don't take THCV if you don't need things suppressed or inhibited, but um, it won't really inhibit if you don't really need it so much. Keep in mind, these cannabinoids will work with your body and give you what you do need a lot pe- from it that it can
0: I've, a lot of people right now are I think that um, th once once people realize that THCV is so good at suppressing appetite. I think it's going to become a more desirable cannabinoid.
1: I think so. Everyone wants that, you know, lose weight quick.
0: And I think the first grower who realizes (laughs) that and grows, like, the most dominant THCV plants is going to be a very rich grower. I think so. Um, The only thing that I wanted to add... uh, Did you say... THCV is psychoactive. I
1: did. It is psychoactive.
0: Good. Because. I was going
1: to (laughs) say, what, did you hear otherwise? (laughs) No. Just making
0: sure. Because one thing that I've, the only cool thing that I found, or the one cool thing I found interesting about THCV, I mean, besides all, besides all the medical benefits, (laughs) the the medical benefits are definitely cool, but I'm, I'm really interested in like those really weird, like, Whoa. Yeah. Those woe facts. So,
1: like, what? So,
0: uh, the TNC-V can really, really intensify your highs. Oh. But it also really shortens them. Oh. So, like, if you're... That sounds weird. Yeah. So, if you're looking for a really intense, really short high... It's that Like...
1: the electric shock of cannabinoids. Like,
0: really... If you're looking for, like, a real psychoactive high, but, like, one that you can maintain, like, manage, control, like, for a short amount of time... That's the experiment with THCV. Mm. Okay. What's, what's the other V? The The other... CBDV. Var- what's the other variant? CBDV. CBDV. Varin. Varin. CBDV. So Canna
1: a, can by Varin.
0: What's... Whoa. Tell me about it. What Oops. is
1: it? I, I told you about All THCV. Right. All right. Fine. I'll talk about CBD. It's your turn, sir. Come Thank on.
0: Thank you for being... Thank you. Come
1: on, co-host.
0: <laughs> it is non-intoxicating. That's really cool.
1: So, like, it's... Yeah, that's what I like. The THCv like THC is psychoactive. Is, CBDv is,
0: is not. Is there a thing? No, I guess not. It uh, it um is also right here. a muscle spa it helps control muscle spasms and convulsions.
1: Nice.
0: Uh, and it is actually it might be the CBDv might be the difference between CBD strains that help with epilepsy. It's the X factor in uh, epileptic... It can
1: just... We have seen a lot of uh, benefit with... Uh, yes, <laughs> I linked your little Thank you. shimmy. He was proud of that one. Finding the words. Yeah. It's always satisfying. Um, but yeah, it can really... Uh, CBD has already been very beneficial with this, but since CBDV is also non-psychoactive... It can really be that boost. Uh, I think it's going to be popular in children's therapy.
0: Yes. Um, CBDV in particular. So CBD is almost like what determines whether or not it's going to be good at... um, at the seizure thing. Mm-hmm. So so C B D V does it really only occurs in C B D dominant strains. Right. But we can figure out which C B D dominant strains are gonna be better for seizures and which ones are gonna be meh not that helpful for seizures based on C B D V. Okay. That's yeah, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Gotcha. So the I the um yeah, C B D V definitely not enough research for me to say anything too cool about it except for that epileptic thing
1: there's still so much to learn so much to be discovered about it yes um, and, and
0: as we go through this episode the more i think oh we got to do an episode on that because like one of the things, every episode every episode's like that but today i wanted Y'all to talk today i wanted to talk about cbd and chemo but then i realized that is its own episode
1: yeah dude <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because
0: like each canna- of
1: these cannabinoids could be their own episode and probably will someday down the line, um, but we really want to just start introducing you guys to all the cannabinoids, all the terpenes, get the names out, get the definitions out. So like that, when we start using the terms in other podcasts, explaining other stuff, you can either already know or we can have you easily refer back, things like that.
0: And then not and selfishly, like this helps me, this helps my cannabinoid therapy.
1: Oh my god, yes Ever since I've
0: done research for this episode I've like realized I need to up my CBN game We
1: learn new things that we didn't (laughs) know already And by, I guess, by sharing the information It helps, uh, I don't know Putting yourself perpetually in the role of a student Just gives you so much value in life And by sharing it in the podcast I feel like it strengthens my memory and knowledge of the material Which is super cool
0: and now, and now we could... We're talking
1: about the selfish aspect to and, it.
0: <laughs> and here's another... Now, another but selfish aspect. But I do love sharing, though. Another selfish aspect. We can now... Now, when we talk about cannabinoids in future episodes, we can say, go back to that Trap episode. Plug. Because... Because... Exactly. It's it so hard It makes to ex- things
1: easier for everyone, though. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Um, the only other thing worth talking about is all of the... All of the all cannabinoids... All the cannabinoids burn at different temperatures. They do that's indeed. That's pretty cool.
1: I posted the cannabinoid uh, temps on my Instagram, which so make, is Green Wizard Life.
0: Uh huh. So, so make sure you follow. Do that. While you're there, go ahead and follow Tony underscore Terpene. Do it. That's gonna be popping one day. One day. And if you want to if you want to learn more about cannabinoids and seeing how cannabinoids uh, work in action, and you like, if you become interested, and now now you're. Now you are hungry for more. Check out Dr. Sean McAllister's work.
1: Ooh. This guy
0: basically, for fun, he gave so this guy's really smart. He got funding for cannabinoid research by saying he's trying to study how cannabinoids make us terrible. Basically, he was making like, he was. He was making an anti-cannabis. How cannabis
1: gives you cancer. He was making an anti-cannabis
0: research paper, and so he was asking for grants for it. And he asked for grants for it, and all these companies were like, "Yeah, take it." And then
1: do it. Prove cannabis is evil.
0: So then he gave a bunch of rats cancer, and like you can like guys, you (laughs) could like like buy, you could just buy cancer, you could just buy Mm. powdered cancer, (laughs) and he gave powdered
1: (laughs) cancer. Literally, and he
0: like gave the gave the rats cancer, and like the rats would get cancer. (laughs) and super ugly nasty cancer ah! and then Sorry, he just people. injects THC and CBD for 30 days and then literally 30 days later it recovers beautifully mm. beautifully mm-hmm. as in like it like it's not ugly <laughs> you know like
1: it's So like, yeah check him out
0: yeah Yeah, check out that if you're hungry for more while you wait for the next episode.
1: Yes, indeed. And... In the meantime, stay elevated, and we will see you next time. Thanks for hanging out with us. Bye, friends. Bye.